Welcome back to Self Love Ignited. Today's episode is a little bit different than most. It is a solo episode, and I am telling you a little bit about me, this podcast, and how it all began and what is in it for you. My name is Katie Allen, and this is Self Love Ignited. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Self Love Ignited. My name is Katie. I am your host and the creator of this podcast. And today's episode is a little bit different to other solo episodes I've done in the past. Now, if you have been around for a while, if you have been watching or listening for a while, you would know that Self Love Ignited just turned one year old. June 30th, I do believe, was our one year birthday, our anniversary. Um, And I realized that it has been a while since I introduced myself, since I reintroduced the podcast, the intention behind what I'm hoping you as the listener to get out of this podcast. So I thought that I would do just that today. So first things first, who am I, right? Who am I and why did I create this podcast? How did I get here? So like I said, my name is Katie. I am Canadian. Um, I am currently living in Australia at the time of recording this. And, you know, I have struggled with body image and with self-love. I struggled with it right from when I was a little kid. I was always the chubby kid. And in fact, my mom told me a story about when I was just three years old in the bath. It's the first time I ever showed signs of having shame about my body. I started covering myself and I started saying as cute as it is, I used to say, mom, I'm honest, I'm honest. And, but what she realized is I was saying I'm modest. Like I didn't want to be seen at three years old is when it started for me. And this continued through my childhood. You know, I was the fat kid growing up. I was always overweight. I was always wearing baggy clothes, trying to blend in. And I was bullied pretty badly um, for a few years through sort of primary school and middle school. I had a lot of challenges with friends. I had a lot of ups and downs and it all came back to me and how I felt about myself. I was convinced I was not good enough. I never would be enough. I was convinced that nobody really liked me. Nobody really wanted to be my friend. Um, Even as I came sort of into my teenage years, I was, you know, I wouldn't talk to boys and I just, I wouldn't put myself out there. I was a wallflower. Um, As a child, every sport my parents put me in, I quit. Um, Most notably when I was, I think about 11 or 12, I quit swimming lessons, which I loved. But I was so terrified of going because I had to get changed in the change room with the other girls in the class. And they were, at least in my eyes, in my mind, they were slim. You know, they were skinny. They were in their cute little, little swimsuits. And I was the fat one. And I felt disgusting. And I quit. I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. And I just, I did not believe in myself through high school. I intentionally chose easier classes, even though I'm smart. I am very smart. I always got good grades, but I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could ever go to university. I didn't believe that I could ever achieve great things. So I aimed really low. I set the bar extremely low for myself and just kind of coasted through. Um, now I lost my mom when I was 20 years old. She died quite suddenly. Um, it was a long time ago now, and I can, I can talk about it 
quite easily with ease. Um, and I have in, in other episodes, but that of course was a huge turning point in my life. That was the biggest loss that I had ever suffered, still have ever suffered to this point. And that really changed how I looked at life, my outlook on what is important, what is not. And it really made me decide that I was not going to live a life like my mom did. Meaning I was not going to live a life with regrets. Now, my mom was my best friend. She and I could not have had a better relationship. And I always say that I am so lucky that I had the best mom for 20 years because some people have their mothers for 60 years and they don't have great relationships. I only had her for 20, but it was a damn good 20. And, you know, she taught me so many things, of course, but one of them was believe in yourself and that it is never too late. And also that it can be taken away from you in a second, in a second. So if you want something, you go for it. You do not hold yourself back. That was one of the biggest lessons that I learned from losing her at such a young age. And, you know, through my twenties, of course, you know, there's a quite a big period of grief and um, I worked for a long time and was just sort of coasting. But what happened is I, I ended up in a couple of relationships that were not really great for me because I still had such low self worth. I did not feel good about myself. I did not feel um, like I measured up. And in fact, my first serious boyfriend, I distinctly remember thinking, if he stays with me, he's going to regret it because I'm fat. If he stays with me, he's going to regret never having a skinny girlfriend or a skinny partner or a skinny wife. If we get married and he's never with another skinny woman again, he's going to resent me. Like, how screwed up is that? I, I really, I just want to say how screwed up is that? Now, I'm 34 as of the time of recording this. Now I look back at me 10 years ago and I think, oh, you poor thing. That you put so much value on the size of your body that you let that dictate your relationship. But I did. The fact is I did for a very, very long time. And, you know, through my late 20s, I ended up buying a plane ticket to Australia, came over here as a backpacker. And that completely changed my life because that was the scariest thing that I had ever intentionally set out to do. But what it also did is it taught me so much about myself, my ability to make decisions, my strength, my tenacity. Um, it taught me that I can make friends really easily. It taught me that, in fact, there are so many people in the world who do not care what you look like. They do not care about your body. That when you connect with another human being in a real way, when you connect from the heart, the rest doesn't matter. And I was 27 when I embarked on that trip and it was life-changing. It meant that I ended one relationship. I started another, which was again, not the healthiest relationship, but another lots of lessons in there. And then in my early thirties, I discovered coaching. Now, along the way, I had also had a few sort of issues with my health. So when I discovered coaching, I thought I'm going to be a health coach. I'm going to help people with their health and their well-being which is great. There is nothing wrong with that. But it was right around that same time that I, on a personal level, was really diving into self-love and learning to love my body. And, you know, the two really go hand in hand. I see now, I see in hindsight that the two go hand in hand. But what I realized was as I was learning to love myself, 
as I was going through this transformation of learning to love what I saw in the mirror, I realized all the stuff I'm learning from health coaching, I could help other women learn to love themselves too. I could help other women learn to take care of their bodies too. And that is exactly what I did. I ended up going and getting a couple more coaching certifications. So um, health coaching, life coaching, and mastery level coaching. Um, and here we are today, right? And that sort of developed, of course, I've had many iterations over the years of, of exactly sort of who I work with, but that was the beginning of me sort of diving into self-love and body image um, and really helping women with that. Now on my own personal journey, part of my journey was facilitated by coaching when I was going through school. Um, part of that program that I did, I, I did my training through the Health Coach Institute who are phenomenal, by the way, I absolutely recommend them. And if you do have questions, let me know. I'm happy to chat about it. Um, but when I was going through that program, part of it was that we coached each other. So I had a partner um, and every week we would meet and we would coach each other as we were learning. So part of my journey to self-love was facilitated through coaching. And part of it was just me doing my own thing and kind of blindly fumbling in the dark. Um, you know, I read lots of books and I was reading blogs and there was a documentary I watched, which is called Embrace by Taryn Brumfit. She's an Australian. It's an absolutely phenomenal documentary. It is on Netflix in most countries, I do believe. So if you have Netflix, make sure that you check it out. Um, but that documentary is literally called Embrace and it is to help women embrace their bodies. And that was a big turning point for me as well. So there's lots of little bits and pieces that were falling into place for me on a personal level. And that sort of ended up as part of my coaching practice as well. So I have been coaching full-time since 2017. Um, and, you know, I do at the moment, at least I'm doing all one-on-one -on -one coaching VIP work It is my absolute favorite. It lights me up. It's amazing. There are of course plans to do, um, you know, group programs and lots of other things in the future. I have hosted one summit. There will be another one coming. Um, but you know, last year, 2020 COVID-19 hit, we were in the midst of a global pandemic. And I thought, what a time to start a podcast why not? Because essentially I had been hearing from people, from friends, from clients, and just from other people online that they were, you know, reading my blogs and listening to what I was saying, but they couldn't see themselves in it. They couldn't see how they could step into self-love. They couldn't see how that was applicable in their lives, with their jobs, with their kids, with their spouses. They could not see themselves in it. And I kept getting requests for stories. I want to hear stories. I want to hear stories. And what I realized is I am only one person and I am happy to tell my story and all different parts of my story, but I'm still only one person. And there is a lot of power in stories. So when I started Self-Love Ignited last year, it was with the intention of telling stories. And if you go back to the beginning, the first couple of months, at least every single episode was stories. And I interviewed women, and I still do this, I interview women who have learned to love themselves, who have gone from a place of self-loathing, um, whether it's self-hatred, body hatred, low self-worth, whatever it happens to be, everybody's story is unique. But they've gone from that place to self-love, self-acceptance. And we talk about that journey and how they did it in their own unique way, with their lives, with their unique challenges. And the intention right from the beginning of this podcast was to show you, the listener, that it is possible for you. 
right? That if you are in this place of not liking yourself, not loving yourself, not liking your body, not loving your body, it is 100% possible for you to have that, to experience that, to step into self-love, no matter your circumstances. That was the intention at the beginning, and that still is the intention. Now, of course, over time, things naturally evolve and change. And I do have some more um, solo episodes where I do give you more tips and tricks and strategies and structure and things that you can actually apply in your life, because I think inspiration is great, but you also really, we, we do need to actually know how to apply these things. Um, but at the end of the day, that is the intention of this podcast. And that, as I know this day that I'm recording, that that is the intention going forward. That is really what I want for you. It is called self-love ignited because I want this to ignite that spark, that little spark, that little something inside of you that is going, maybe I can, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can love myself. Maybe I can just not hate myself anymore. Maybe I can be okay with me. Maybe I can support me. I want this podcast to ignite that spark, turn it into a flame, turn it into a bonfire, right? We want to light you up. So if you are listening to this or if you're watching the video, I really just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you do listen and you do enjoy it, I would really appreciate a review and a rating specifically on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, it is just, it's the generally speaking where most people go to read reviews and it would really help me get this message to more women. That being said, also, if you are ever interested in finding out more about the work that I do with self-love, with body image, I also coach a lot of entrepreneurs about body image because it impacts our businesses so much and how willing we are to be visible, especially in the online space. If you ever want to know anything more about that, please do not hesitate to reach out. In the show notes beneath every single episode, there is always links on how you can get a hold of me. If you are watching this video on Instagram or Facebook, I always do my best to make sure that the links are in there as well for you. So as a takeaway from today, I really just want you to know you are not alone. No matter where you are on this self-love journey, it is okay. It is okay. And you can learn to love yourself. I have been in that place of crying myself to sleep every night. I have been in that place of standing in front of the mirror and just picking myself apart and criticizing every single thing. I have been in that place of being absolutely convinced that no one would ever love me because of who I am and because of what I look like. I have been that woman. And I can tell you now with 100% certainty that I love who I am. And I do this work and I create this podcast because I wholeheartedly believe that you can have the exact same thing. And when you do, it will positively impact every, every single area of life. There is not one part of life that is not going to be better when you love yourself more, when you honor yourself more, when you respect yourself more. Every single thing will be better. And you can have that. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for spending this time with me. Please, if you feel called, hop on over, give us a rating, leave us a review. Have a beautiful week. Lots of love to you. I will see you next time.
All of the links mentioned during the episode are down in the show notes. Please make sure to go on over and check them out. Also, please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I would be forever grateful if you would go on over and leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's going to help this message reach more women. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Here is to you loving yourself.